I got to admit, I haven't been to a lot of rooftop bars in my life. They're not something that I personally look for when I travel. But a lot of other people do look for them. So many, in fact, that one guy created an entire company dedicated to reviewing them. His name is Hans Ebenman. And this guy transformed his personal love of rooftop bars into a startup company with two employees bringing in nearly a quarter of a million dollars a year and guaranteed travel every month all around the world. My name is Michael Freeman, and this is How to Make Money Traveling, a podcast by Outpost Travel Media. And if you're like me and you never so much as thought about rooftop bars before, I promise you will after listening to what Hans has to say. Uh, a quick note before the show, and I'm a bit embarrassed about this, but I had no idea what people charged for things like Instagram posts before this interview, so I sound a little dumbstruck at some of the numbers here. You may be as well. I later learned that these are actually totally reasonable rates, and I just had no idea what I was talking about. You will hear it just after this message. This podcast is brought to you by Outpost's new travel web series, Tan Your Mind to Thailand. Last summer, we put out a national call for two unknown travel hosts to send around the country, and we found them. We wound up sending Jess, a singer from Montreal, and Abra, a nutritionist from northern BC, all across Thailand to get a real feel of the country. They trekked across northern jungles around Chiang Mai, they snorkeled off the southern beaches of Koh Tao Island, they met a man who spent his whole life working with remote hill tribes near the Burmese border, they toured an ancient temple with a Buddhist monk, there's just so much, you've got to watch the show and see it for yourself. So check it out at www.tanyourmind.com. Follow Outpost Magazine on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to catch all the latest updates. Thanks to our partners in Adventure for helping to make this show possible. That's Cathay Pacific Airways, Osprey Packs, Chaco Footwear, and the Tourism Authority of Thailand. So I wonder if you could start by describing for me the moment that you realized you wanted to dedicate your career to rooftop bars. It actually started uh, me and my colleague who's running the business. Uh, we have been uh, on a lot of traveling together and uh, we always ended up at the rooftop bars. Uh, we like to go to big cities and uh, before uh, every trip we tried to check out which rooftop bars was the best at each place and we couldn't find any good guide for it. So uh, at one time at a rooftop we decided let's make a, a big website and guide that that collects all the best rooftops from all over the world. So that's basically how we came up with the idea. Where were you? Uh, we were in uh, Rome at a rooftop called uh, Hotel Raphael. And you'd be going to uh, to a lot of rooftops like in your life, in your travels before then? Yeah, not as much as uh, during the, late, the last two years, but uh, we have been to a couple of rooftops in uh, different cities. Now, when I go to a bunch of different cities and I want to look for a bar, I don't necessarily look for a rooftop bar. What exactly about that attracts you? Uh, first, the, the view. Uh, it's a little bit more freedom to sit outside with the sun in your face and to see the city from above. Uh, neither me or my colleague likes to uh, 
walk around the streets and shopping or uh, watch the tourist attractions. We, we like it better when we can sit and eat and drink and at the same time see the city. So I think that's the main thing that we love rooftop bars. So what was your job before this? I worked, uh, worked as a salesman. Uh, I was uh, selling uh, cashier computers and card machines. And uh, my colleague worked uh, in media. So it was uh, pretty far from <laughs> from a traveling business. But and Sorry, what year did you say you started up the rooftop thing? It was uh, around two years ago when we decided. So the, the website has been live for one and a half year. So it took us six months to build the website and collect all the information. So how long did, were you juggling your, uh, your day job with the rooftop startup? It was actually about one year, uh, maybe a little bit less or a little bit more, but around one year, we worked a lot of weekends and the evenings and we did a lot of traveling during this time period as well. And so why did you decide after a year to cut the cord with your, with your actual job then? We uh, got the income that we needed to pay two salaries and we always had uh, that as a plan. Uh, the day we can live on it, we will uh, quit our day jobs and, and doing it uh, full time. So the day we, we had that income, we, we decided to go for it. That's impressive that you can make a, an income for two people off a website that just reviews rooftop bars. Yeah, <laughs> we thought it would take a, a longer time, but... Uh, as there are not, not that much competition with rooftop sites, we, uh, uh, it's been a lot faster than we thought. I do want to ask you about the money, but I'm going to touch on that a little bit later. Um, yeah. I want to sort of look at the website a little bit. I was browsing it earlier this week, obviously. One of the things I thought was really funny was how you, you rank the cities by, yeah. by like a rooftop grade. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, like like I was looking at Stockholm. Like you're from Sto- uh, you live in Stockholm, correct? Yeah. And so you've got like a number of rooftop bars, like dozens of rooftop bars reviewed in Stockholm, but the city yeah. only gets a rooftop grade of six out of ten. Yeah, it's basically it's a little unfair because the the best uh, grades is the cities with a nice climate and a lot of skyscrapers. The the rooftops here in Stockholm is not that uh, that fancy view or. Uh, high up or that kind of stuff so it's it's a lot of things we have in mind when we when we grade each city so for example like bangkok or hong kong or new york gets a high grade because they have a lot of different rooftops and at a very high altitude and with uh, super good views and located at the five-star hotels and yeah the one that stuck out to me the one city while i was looking at all the cities on your site was cairo which had on your site one rooftop bar and you gave them two out of ten on the rooftop grade, which is yeah. embarrassing for Cairo. So <laughs> yeah, <it's... laughs> I'm wondering what led you to Cairo and what happened when you were there to make you give them such a horrible review. Actually, we haven't been to that rooftop in Cairo. Uh, so that that's the one uh, friends of ours have visited. So a lot of rooftops on the site is visited by friends or people we know. Uh, or people that we have get in contact with uh, to, to ask about. So not all rooftops on the website are visited by us. Interesting. Ba- okay. Basically, a lot of them are like uh, uh, we have done research in the city. We have people living in cities that we have contact with that helps us uh, visiting rooftops and review them. Well, 
I, I, I want to ask you about how you come up with those reviews, but first I want to ask, so, so why does Cairo get a 2 out of 10? Because I know they have more rooftop bars than that, because all you need to do is Google Cairo rooftop bars, and you find a few more results. Yeah, it's true. It's basically, we have talked to people that have been there, uh, what they thought of the rooftops they visited, and uh, what they thought of the view and the, the service, and uh, we came up with it like, yeah, it's a 2 out of 10, because they, they weren't that happy with the with the result they had experienced. Is there a reason that you review rooftops, like cities in terms of rooftops, but but not the rooftop bars themselves? Yeah, it, actually, it was more like a funny thing to have the rooftop grade for each city. Uh, it's more like a funny uh, fact uh, when you visit the city. Then we have the, the rooftop bars themselves. We don't uh, judge them by grade. Uh, we're planning to have like a commentary field where the the visitors can comment how they what they thought of their visit but uh, it's a thing for the future right now we're trying to be like uh, to get a more whole picture of the rooftop not right that it's bad or good or or stuff like that well you've got the uh, the top 10 uh rooftop bars in the world uh how did you come up with that list it's uh, our favorites uh, that we have visited, and uh, it was quite hard to, to come up with a list. And uh, actually, uh, we're updating it uh, when we visit new places. Uh, so last week we went to Bangkok, and we have actually one rooftop that will fit in the top ten list. So we, we're going. It's a, it's a changeable list, so it's our favorites uh, from the last three years, maybe. Okay, so your algorithm for reviewing these rooftops, you've got obviously view, you've got what weather, like the, the merits of the restaurant itself must come into play, or the yeah. bar itself must come into play. And also like the seats, if it's a comfortable lounge areas, or if the atmosphere is nice, maybe it's a little bit loungey atmosphere, or maybe a bit more party atmosphere. So it's a, it's a lot of different aspects to, to read about. When I'm traveling, I tend to judge a restaurant's quality by uh, its bathroom. I'm wondering if you go to the bathroom <laughs> in every rooftop bar that you visit. Uh, yeah, I think we not that we have a thought of, but uh, we have been to some pretty cool bath bathrooms because they usually have uh, like a really nice view. They have panoramic windows in the bathroom. So <laughs> wait, what? So they have they have panoramic views in in the bathrooms. Yeah, we actually one place we went to in Hong Kong, the the highest rooftop bar in the world. They had like panoramic views from the, the toilet, so you can stand there and watch the whole city. That was a pretty cool thing, but we we haven't got that in. Uh, that sounds the, ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the detail. I mean, I I guess no one can see you because I'm assuming it's higher yeah. in a exactly ideal location. so higher so. So people can see in. So you're just... if, it come, if it's like a helicopter or something coming there, they can see in. So. Well, all right then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, completely <laughs> protected. Um, okay, so let's talk numbers really quickly. If I own a rooftop bar, can I pay you to visit it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you can pay us to visit well, it. What I mean is like, let's say I own a rooftop bar. I want to get coverage. And I want to say like, I want to, you know... I want you to come visit my rooftop bar. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, we actually have some uh, rooftops uh, contacting us that uh, they want us to visit their rooftop or they, they want to be a part of the website. Uh, 
So that that's a good thing, and they can also, if they want, they can uh, they can pay for a, a sponsored article. Maybe they want to write something special about their rooftop in in our blog or something like that, or maybe they want to get a picture posted on Instagram. And so it's it's a lot of different options. But but they cannot pay to get like a good grade from us or something like that. Okay, so yeah, that was my question. That was my next question. Um, so there are no advertorial spots on the thing, like all because uh, it's sort of unclear as to what is paid for on the site versus what is you might say editorially independent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, the 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 blog or the news uh, there we can have uh, sponsored articles. But all the the listings of the rooftop bars in each city is is made by us, and you cannot pay to get uh, listed or to get a. I want this text uh, about our rooftop. So it, it's for the the articles, the news or blog. So how does the site make money? It's uh, firstly through ads, and also uh, affiliates and uh, sponsored articles and uh, social media posts so that's our biggest uh, income rush then we have some secrets uh, i don't want to uh, talk about uh, in other ways but that's uh, ads are the the main thing uh, can i ask you about the the sponsored yeah. content then well like how much do you charge for a sponsored article it's a little bit different but uh, some articles we can charge a couple of hundred dollars and uh, some uh, Instagram posts the same price. So it depends a little bit uh, how much they want to to write and how many links they want to share in the article. So it's a little bit uh, dependent on the what the customer wants us to But you can charge $200 about. for an Instagram post? Yeah. That seems high. <laughs> Yeah, but basically, it's very low if you compare to many other Instagram accounts. Yeah, fair but uh, it all depends on the amount of followers. But some people charge uh, like hundred thousand dollars for one pick. But then it's a really big Instagram account. So you guys are bargain with a lot of. But yeah, exactly. Do you let the uh, like the viewers, the followers know which one is sponsored post or sponsored Instagram thing versus which one is something that you guys did yourselves? No, not yet. So we, all the the Instagram posts we uh, put out is is pretty much the same. We write uh, a little bit about it, and uh, then that's it. But it's actually a pretty good thing for the the rooftop because we have like, uh, up to now we have forty thousand uh, followers on Instagram. Yeah. And if you post a pic, yeah, on Instagram. So if we post a pic and uh, they pay like. $200 for that pick and if like three or four persons will visit that rooftop they have earned that money from the sales of drinks and food so it's it's a it's a very good deal for them because they get a lot of new visitors just out of this how do you post. actually measure that follow-through is there is there a way to say like oh if three, you know three or four or it's like 800 people liked the picture on instagram like there's no way to, to gauge whether that actually has a spillover effect to the to the place's traffic, does it? No, basically not. So it's more like a it's marketing. Uh, what do you think it will? Yeah, and we also have uh, some like competitions on Instagram. Uh, you can tag people and uh, follow accounts, and then you will win maybe a, a evening at a rooftop with free drinks and food. 
so we also have that kind of post. Okay, so let's. I, I want to just hone in on this Instagram thing for a minute. Like, uh, uh, you got forty thousand now. It's a good number. At what point did you realize you could start monetizing Instagram? To earn money from it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Basically, it was our thought the whole time, but we needed to uh, add more and more followers to to be interested. But uh, yeah, maybe around ten thousand or something. Uh, it started to get interesting for the rooftops to to post pictures. How long did it take you to get that to get ten thousand? Uh, I think it took uh, maybe five or six months, uh, and uh, then it, it. Yeah, uh, but it's it can be quicker. It's like the more followers you get, the the faster it goes. So it's a it's a good trend there. What's what's your uh, what's your secret to getting ten thousand Instagram followers in six months? It's to uh, like integrate with the followers and uh, uh, like pictures and uh, have like competition where people tagging their friends. Uh, and also we have uh, Instagram uh, links uh, on our website and uh, things like that. So I think it's more like the p- people are uh, recommending other people and tagging other people. That's the the best way to get followers fast and it, it's a quite easy thing people love the pictures with a view so that's it's very it's a very good uh what i call good thing on instagram to have pictures on this kind of stuff for sure so between between the instagram between sponsored posts between uh, uh the banner ads and your uh secret sauce that we will not discuss any further <laughs> on yeah. air uh how much how much do you make in a month oh it's a little bit different depending on the uh the views and uh, visits on the website but maybe around uh, twenty thousand dollars a month maybe a little bit less wait twenty thousand a month that's so it's uh, a, a little bit uh, maybe a little bit lower I, uh, I don't know exactly what the dollar is in right now we're having swedish kroner but <laughs> it, it's uh, enough to uh, to have two salaries and, and a little bit extra on the side yeah that's enough to like buy real estate in toronto <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a lot of um, in sweden here when you have a salary it's like the double amount of fees to pay to the tax government so a lot of money goes for uh, for other things than just salaries and uh, marketing sorry i'm still kind of cocky that's that's a much bigger <laughs> number than i thought uh uh reviewing rooftop bars essentially could bring in it's it's good good for us because most of the people uh, visiting rooftops is people with that are willing to pay a little bit more money uh Almost all the rooftops has uh, more expensive prices than regular bars and restaurants, so it's a good uh, follower or uh, follower public. You you mentioned that uh, Sweden takes a big cut. This doesn't seem like a job that necessarily keeps you in one place, aside from obviously just the fact that you're Swedish and you can work there, etc. Is there a reason you guys don't travel full time? Yeah, basically it's uh, it's a lot of job uh, to do, so uh, to travel all the time will stop us from uh, developing the site and handle this kind of stuff. But we try to travel at least once a month uh, to different places around the world. And sometimes we go, I go to one place and sometimes my colleague goes to another. So sometimes we go with friends. So it's it's uh, combined with vacation trips as well. 
Right. When I don't know if you know the answer to this, uh, but do you know offhand how many rooftop bars you've been to in the world and in how many countries? Uh, we, we had a counting in the beginning, but now we lost the count. But uh, maybe we've been to four to five hundred rooftops in the. We haven't been to South America yet. Uh, that's uh, otherwise we've been to U.S. and uh, Canada and uh, Europe and uh, uh, Asia and Australia and New Zealand. So we've been to a lot of cities and countries. Are there places you find that you go back to more often? I mean, obviously, you said South America you haven't been to. And I noticed, obviously, Cairo being exemplary of Africa. You don't have too many uh, Djiboutian rooftops on your list. Uh, exactly. Yeah, some some places we have been to more than one time. Some places here in Europe, especially Italy and Spain. Uh, but also US, New York, we've been to and London, we've been to. Uh, more than once but uh, we try to to take new cities each time to to get a big picture of how it's the rooftop scene is over there but it's it's hard to to get a time so <laughs> in a couple of years maybe we have visited all the ones on the website take time. <laughs> even you even the creator yeah. can't visit all the ones on the website uh so if you're if you're traveling once a month uh how how long is it like a week-long trip or just a weekend trip how often are you on the road yeah uh, Usually weekend trips, uh, but sometimes we are away. Uh, this June, we will be away three weeks in California. So we will visit maybe five to six cities there. So sometimes it's longer trips, uh, but the, the most common is a weekend around four days. Uh, and then we go to one city. For example, we go to Hong Kong for four days, or we go to New York for four days. Uh, but sometimes we, we can take a, a longer trip and uh, then we have more than one city during this trip. And I guess with, with the amount that you guys are making, are you just paying out of pocket like from or from the, the business expense you're making or do rooftop bars ever reach out and like help you cover costs? Uh, you stay at the hotel, things like that? Yeah, we, we can get like a media rate at hotels. We get a discount because we are reviewing their rooftop, uh, but they don't pay any travels. Uh, fly tickets and the hotels and things like that we we pay with the company uh, and in the beginning we paid it private so so you've got to reach out pretty well in advance and create a whole itinerary then i imagine it's a little bit rigid yeah it's actually quite a lot of work uh, before every trip we we have a schedule that about rooftops we should visit and during the day we visit rooftop pools so we have a, a schedule that we are uh, planning to every trip do you ever get feedback from people who actually reach out and say like thank you for showing me this rooftop bar this changed my trip or like something like, like do you ever get like any kind of emotional or or even just direct response from people who actually go on your site yeah uh, quite a lot actually and uh, a lot from people that we know of uh, but a lot of uh, on instagram or facebook or some uh, some people email us and thanks us but also uh, a lot of people <laughs> is mailing us like we want to book uh, a table at this restaurant they can you arrange uh, hotel rooms here so some of them thinks that we are the owners of the rooftop bars so <laughs> it's a little bit of misunderstanding uh, sometimes as well yeah I guess my question was sort of leading into the ultimate thing of like, what you're doing sounds fun and a bit absurd and 
I'm wondering if you like, if you feel like you're, you know, doing something great with your life. And I don't mean that in like a pejorative way. I don't mean to sound like, like a dick or something, but <laughs> I just mean, yeah. it's this like, it's, it's this like incredibly rock star vein kind of thing, you know, like looking at like drinking, I mean, like drinking fancy cocktails on a rooftop in the <laughs> yeah. fancy city is like the definition of that kind of lifestyle. So like, I'm wondering if you if those thoughts ever creep into your mind. Yeah, we cannot complain. We we told each other when we start doing this, we, we should never complain about our job or what we do. Uh, so it's a in the beginning it was a little bit unreal. Uh, now it's <laughs> it's becoming the reality. So but we love it. We love to travel and see new places and uh, drink cocktails and eat uh, good food and have a nice view. So. It, we're basically living our dream. Well, doing when, it, so. when you put it that way, my question sounds idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so one last question: what is what is your uh, end goal with this? Do you have a vision for what this product's going to look like in a few years? Yeah, we want to make it bigger and bigger, and it would be funny to maybe someday own our own rooftop somewhere, uh, and maybe also arrange uh, arrange uh, rooftop trips where you can go to a city and get. Uh, a little bit of VIP treatment on rooftops. You get the best seats, you get the cocktails and snacks uh, complimentary, and then you pay like a fee for the whole trip. And then we arrange everything. You want to become rooftop tour guides? Yeah, something like that. There are some uh, tour guides in the, uh, in certain cities, but it's just one city. For example, New York has a tour guide in New York, but we want to make one for for the city you're going to. And then you can contact us and we can fix you up with good deals and uh, good seats. So that's something for the future that we'd like to do. Oh, I wish you the best of luck. It sounds like the sky's the limit. Yeah. Boom. And, and there is actually more, more, more similar stuff to do similar things about. You can do it for like the best uh, wind yards in the world and things like that. So yeah. we, are, we have uh, some other plans. Uh, there are not uh, rooftops also. All right. Well, that about sums up all my questions. Uh, Hans, yep. thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. This has been a production of Outpost Travel Media. The show is produced and edited by Seth Earle and me, Michael Freeman. Our executive producers are Matt Robinson and Deborah Sanborn. Sound mixing assistance by David Spadavecchia. Our music is by Springtide. Thanks again to Hans for chatting with me. If you want to look up the hottest rooftop bars in your city or anywhere else, check out www.therooftopguide.com. You can find links to some of the stuff we chatted about, as well as our other podcast episodes at outpostmagazine.com podcast. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe on iTunes or anywhere else. This is the first season of How to Make Money Traveling, and I would love to hear your thoughts. So while you're there, leave us a review on iTunes. Let me know what you think. Thanks, and see you next time.